Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Three, two, one, and you're on the air, Miss Kapow. Blast off. Hello, everybody. This is Freedom Friday, and today's date is July 26th, 2019. And boy, do we have a show for you. Yeah, we do, but it's not as nasty as last week's. I know. I, I couldn't even do it last week. That was just too gross for me. That's I know. I still got scabs from doing it last oh, week. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Bless your heart, because I, I just couldn't. I couldn't even read those stories. I know. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to take like 16 showers. It was filthy. It's disgusting. Absolutely filthy. disgusting. <clears throat> and it always is, but last week's was just extra bad because of all the child abuse, yeah. extreme horrible, s- horrible sexual cases. Um, we don't have that. We, we have, actually, it's kind of, um, we definitely got a stupid section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got three s- stupid sections. And we got uh, one that's very insightful on um, the generation mm-hmm. that's coming up. And one we have a very uplifting one. That's the one I like. Yeah, we actually have a very positive <laughs> one to try to counteract last week's negative. It's yeah, kind of it's a, a good one. Deal. It really is a good one. So if you hang on, we'll get to those things. But for right now, a word from our sponsor from the scriptures. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hello. That's you. Oh. <laughs> I know. I fooled you because I said word from our sponsors from our scriptures. Yeah. See how you are? Okay. You well, are see how I am? Hello. Yeah, you were expecting Fifth Hook Media. I was. I know. Excuse me. All right. Today's scripture is in Second Chronicles 32, 7 through 8, that says, Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid or dismayed for the king of Assyria, for, nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. You're you not know, gonna, oh, I'm sorry, just going to say, you know, you, you look at all these uh, articles in, um, that we present to you about the condition of our world, you know, and, and, and it can leave you hopeless, like, oh my Lord, you know, it's, it's so overwhelming, especially last week's um, stories, you know, about the children, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you think, and you think God tells us to be strong, to be courageous, and don't be afraid of the things that are happening in this world, because we are protected in Christ Jesus. We are complete in Christ Jesus. And um, one day, when the Lord comes back, He's going to take care of these. You know what's absolutely amazing mm-hmm. is that scripture you just read. Uh-huh. Last night, while I was asleep, listening to the Word of God, mm-hmm. right? That's a, a chapter 
or section of Chronicles that came oh, while God. I was sleeping. And, mm-hmm. I, and I remember listening to it going, gosh, this is just like spiritual warfare. That's what oh, I was telling is. you about this morning. Ah, that you couldn't remember. That I couldn't remember. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, and, see, how praise the Lord. Yeah, and it was about I, Hezekiah, I and it was about um, the, the king, Shennacherib, mm-hmm. who was mocking Israel yes. and saying, really, you know, where's the king of so-and-so? Where's the king of so-and-so? Where's, I mean, he just went down this huge list. Yeah, because about, he's defeated all these kingdoms. Yeah. So what makes you think that I can't defeat you? Yeah, that you're going to survive my onslaught. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And in my sleep, as I heard it, I kept thinking, gosh, this is just like Satan. It's just like the demons. They're constantly going, I did this. I gave this person cancer. I gave this person you know, hair loss, I, I destroyed their job, I destroyed their marriage, I destroyed them, mm-hmm. right? Over yeah. what makes you think your God's going to deliver you? And um, yeah, it's just uh, amazing. Oh, um, praise the that, Lord, that's wonderful. That's a real good section on spiritual warfare there with um, Hezekiah and mm-hmm. Israel and stuff. And, um, you know, in fact, God God sent a rumor to Shennacherib uh, that the Ethiopians or something were going to attack him and he left. And then what happened is he was praying to his God in his temple. What he did, he, he would take over all these kingdoms and destroy their gods. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wanted to do to Yahweh. But nay, nay. <laughs> nay, nay. So he was praying in his temple to his God, and his own sons whacked him. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. God is still on the throne, people. Yeah. Still on, on the, the winning throne. side. Amen. Okay. Well, with that... Let's get into it. Yeah, first one is sent to me from Jennifer Schaefer. Thank Thank you, Jennifer. And this is from The Blaze. And what's disgusting about this is this transgender drag queen nonsense agenda. It's a it's really a religion. It really is, folks. It's an androdyne, adro adrodyne gine religion. (laughs) Andros. Uh, what's that book um, you were reading, Ms. Kapal? Bab- oh, it's the Antiqu... Uh, let me get it because it's right there. The the Babylon... Um, anyway, it, she's finding it. But it's, it's the book about where it shows that all these, all these drag queens, transgenderism, the whole bit is about their religion. It's an ancient... It's called Transantiquity. Antiquity. Transantiquity. Yeah. Transantiquity. And it's all about going back to Babylon through antiquity, and it traces how this is always a religion. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gnostic, the Gnostic lie, like the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas, which is a total Gnostic book yeah. from Nagamati, talks about. Adam being an andro androdyne. I got to learn how to say that correctly. It just it won't flow from my tongue. That's because it's a devil word. It's a he she. Uh, Adam being uh, both androgynous, and that uh, then Eve was taken taken from out of him. See, he was both male and female. Then Eve was separated from him, and then you got male female. So the religion is the satanic Luciferian religion, the Babylonian whore religion the goddess religion the queen of heaven it's all tied in together it's all the same thing call it catholicism call it hinduism call it whatever you want it's all the same thing mm-hmm. it's lucifer his the goal is to bring humanity back into one 
um, androgynous creature. Mm-hmm. That's why you got men dressing like women, and you got most of your women actors and newscaster stuff that are men mm-hmm. that are that are women, and um, and sometimes female to male on yep. a lot of this stuff. It's all over the place, man. And once you uh, total confusion, total it is. Off. And once you learn to recognize it through the their big skull and their hips and all that stuff, and there's a lot of stuff online that explains th- these things. You can then see it right off the bat. It, it at first, I at first I was like, "What is he talking about? Everybody's a tranny," but now I see it. Yeah, and I I don't I don't think that you know they're born little boys and then um, raise as little girls. That could be the case in some things, but I think it's a spirit. And once they sell out to Satan, and they get that uh, nephilim spirit in them, and they become masculine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you don't have you don't have. Um, Female athletes that look masculine, you have masculine men that look feminine. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's another topic. Yeah. But it's all over the place. So that's why a story like this is important. It's, and it's a huge agenda right now because before, society wasn't ready to accept it. Yeah, and now we're exposing it to our children. Yeah. You they're, know, that's the big thing. They're training the, the new generation coming up, these children. We won't be around when they become adults. No. But... Uh, they're training them up to, to accept this and that this is uh, a normal thing. Uh, it's called inclusiveness, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're really, they're really, really screwing up society. It's but uh, we won't be around when all that happens. This is from the Blaze. Two pro sports teams. This is going to kind of tick you off. Help bring drag queen story hour to City Hall. After the performer reportedly felt snubbed by the local library. Mm. That's something. Mm -hmm. A pair of Atlanta's major pro sports teams, the Falcons of the NFL and the Hawks of the NBA, were thanked for partnering with the city's LGBTQS, S is for stupid, Mm -hmm. affairs office to bring Drag Queen Story Hour to City Hall. Is that amazing? Uh, They said, we want to thank our friends at the Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta Falcons, Whole Foods, Mm -hmm. Georgia Beverage, and Atlanta Pride for partnering with us for Drag Queen Story Hour. Thank you for your commitment to a welcoming, diverse, and inclusive Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Well, this is neither diverse or inclusive. This is mental illness. It's a religion. It's a pagan, occult ancient religion to make everyone androgynous again, one in Satan. That's what Baphomet's about. Yeah. Both male, both female, up above, up below. It's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. So Atlanta Mayor Keisha Bottoms invited Miss Terracotta Sugarbaker. <laughs> That's the dude. I know. Dressed oh, like an ugly woman. Miss Terracotta Sugarbaker. <laughs> God. What a bunch of retarded, mentally retarded, yes, retarded, yes, yes. emotionally retarded, spiritually Insane. dead, yeah, morons. Mm. Uh, his real name is Stephen Agarshi Ball. It, it, this mayor, Keisha Bottoms, I don't make that name up, makes you wonder, <laughs> uh, it, invited this uh, terracotta sugar baker to perform. After the Fulton County Library branch removed his Drag Queen Story Hour from the library system event, 
and stopped promoting it. The library wasn't even canceled, but the drag queen perceived the library's action as a snub. Mm. Therefore, with the city hall. Um, thank you to everyone who joined us today at Drag Queen Story Hour with Mayor Keisha Bottoms and Miss Terracotta Sugar Baker. And that was a tweet from the city. Aren't you glad you don't live there? Yeah. And if you do live there, you need to move. Paulina Guzman is a global engagement officer. Can you imagine that's your job? What do you do? I'm the global engagement officer for the city of Atlanta mm-hmm. from the mayor's office. Now, of international affairs. Now, last time I looked... Atlanta, Georgia, was in the United States in a little small area of the mm-hmm. United States, matter of fact. Yep. They might think they're big cheese over there, but I don't really think they're like a global engagement no. uh, level. But I hey. See, I see pride here. What do I know? Yeah. This Polina Guzman, who has this phony job, probably making triple figures a year, Says, it's okay to be different. And Mary had a little glam. Yep, G-L-A-M. Yeah. Glam. We're read to Atlanta's kids and families on Saturday, exactly, Terry. It's important to see a positive message of acceptance and confidence in our community. Yeah. The mayor noted that when you see how our domestic policies are under attack in this country, Trump, 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 mm-hmm. right? So you already know what these people are. They're a bunch yep. of... Left-wing, socialist, commie, Satan-loving, feces-eating. I think it's more important than ever to say that Atlanta very probably that we are still welcoming the very city. Oh, good. Then they can all go over there. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I agree with you, Ms. Capel. I'm glad we have cities like that because it keeps them away from me over here in my safe zone. (laughs) I don't like these people. I don't. Never will. Never will. Never will. I'm sorry. Well, I don't. Sorry, no, you're I don't not sorry. We're not anybody. sorry. We don't. We don't, I don't like, like them. them. I want nothing to do with them. No. This one. This next story is simply. It's oh insightful my. about how the the mental and spiritual retardation that we're in, mm-hmm. and in the future. Uh, I'm not going to be here, but you know what's what's going down for the rest of the clowns that may or may not be here. If, you know, this world stays around. It's called, uh, Should I Have Let My Daughter Marry a Robot? Okay. If we were going to ask our listeners that question, I know they're going to go, what? No. Yeah. The answer would be no. You don't let your daughter marry a robot. You don't even have to think about it, right? Yeah. The listener would say, why do you have a robot? (laughs) So, uh, what, what I learned from this article, though, is that the guy who wrote it is 46 years old. So that tells me that I can't trust anybody from 46. (laughs) Well, no. What it means to me is that, I mean, that's a generation there that their kids are just totally, totally foreign to what I would know. Right. Um, And it's not in a good sense. Mm -mm. It's not in a good sense at all. Uh, I absolutely, whether, you know, Christ comes back or not um, real soon, I, I just know for a fact, I just know that this society, a global society, but you know, here in America, just cannot sustain itself Mm-mm. with no, this. No. It's not. It's not going to stand. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to stand on. Never mind all the other stuff going around. Mm-mm. You know. Well, these kind of um, this kind of darkness does nothing but tear at the 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 the, the, the seams and everything. There's no way that it it can stand. No. There's there's no. 
It is a house built on sand. Exactly. Tech- technological sand. Mm-hmm. And this is written by a guy named Zoltan Estvan, if you believe that's his real name. Uh, you're welcome to. He's a transhumanist and he's a speaker. He's also an entrepreneur and he's an author. Oh he's a very humble man. Yeah. Zoltan. Zoltan. And uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the gist is that he says, I pride myself on being open-minded. I am a transhumanist, and our culture pushes us to use science and technology to always want to be more than we are. Now, that is not us. We, no. we use the word of God and truth to push us to be more than who we are because, because we're not. Because we're being conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And we're in a temporary flesh suit on a probationary period Mm -hmm. and I'm working on eternal life, not on this temporary 70, 80 years of whatever this is. Vanity. Yeah. So anyway, not to Zoltan. This is all Zoltan has. So let's, let's have a little sympathy for Ms. Kapow. So he says that his friends, now I don't have friends like this, but his friends do everything from injecting themselves with self-created genetic treatments to volunteer for brain implants oh that my. will integrate artificial intelligence. Oh, my. That's his buddies, but he's a transhumanist. Yeah, 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 okay. He says, mm-hmm. but when my five-year-old daughter asked to marry our four-foot-tall robot, even I was a little wary. You know mm-hmm. why, Zoltan? Because your natural father instincts were trying to kick in, go and mm-hmm. knock this non- nonsense off, idiot. Yeah. Be a real man, raise your kid like a human, Teach him the way of the Lord, and she, when she's old, she won't depart from it. Give mm-hmm. her something to hang on to. Yep. In 2015, I bought our mechanoid robot, and he ran for uh, president in 2016. See, I don't remember him. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he made it on the news. Okay. And so his little robot followed him around, and he's his whole agenda was transhumanism. Uh-huh. So that's probably why he didn't get on the ticket. Yeah. Uh, it rode in the front seat of his campaign bus. Apparently, he had a bus. And it would answer questions. It would uh, dance and mimic human behavior. All that stuff. It was a little robot. And, uh, oh, it taught it taught uh, his uh, kids karate. I don't know how yeah, old. Yeah, two little daughters at yeah. the time. Age three, my eldest daughter played with it often, including introducing it to her friends. At age five, though, she announced she was in love with the robot and wanted to marry it. Hmm. My wife and I, you know, this, these are good parents. These, these get the parent award. Mm-hmm. My wife and I set up a mock wedding and they filmed it. Oh, how cute. And it was all good fun until my wife asked how I'd feel if my daughter wanted to do it as an adult with the robot she loved. Now, see, this is no different than what they did at that library or the city hall. Yeah. Exposing those children to this crap. Demonic nonsense. It's everything but truth. Exactly. It's everything but truth. Mm-hmm. There's no truth in this. There's no truth in technology. There's no truth here. It all leads just to eternal damnation. Yeah. Listen. They just don't see it because the God of this world is just blinded. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody just punch drunk. So he, he goes on. I mean, the kids do crazy things with their make-believe friends and imagination. Now, this, this particular sentence concerned me. It says, but no generation can claim their kids were adept at using YouTube before they reached 12 months of age, as both my kids were. And that's so true, because I've seen my my uh, nephew do that. Remember Corbin? I was shocked. I was shocked to see a, a, 
a, a video of these kids. I mean, they were barely walking. And it was like, is that an iPad? And they were yep. already just clicking that iPad. They knew exactly where they were going, what they were doing. And they were barely walking. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable. I mean, they were, yeah, they were playing with it. And they knew if they hit this, they could watch their little cartoons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So these, these kids are growing with this falsehood. Mm-hmm. There is no truth taught to to humans, uh, either at, at the digi- at the uh, I'm sorry educational system, Mm-mm. and neither at home, because Zoltan here he's a transhumanist, and he says this generation has grown up with digital entertainment, social media, smartphones, and even robot infatuation. Is it possible that my daughter's childlike attitude toward the robot was actually prescient of our future? Mm. And so he goes on about humans marrying robots and driving us around and doing all this stuff. He talks about the chip and how it went. It's a, it's a it's an article. It goes on and on. Yeah. And uh, he talks about it's scary for me, but in the end, to get robots similar and compatible with humans, we need to create them so they are not always rational, just mm-hmm. like ourselves. That's a scary deal. That's a scary deal because what he's saying is that robots are going to have extreme intelligence because AI is going to start creating their own AI. Mm-hmm. But he believes that robots or these AI is going to need a slight jolt of spontaneous irrationality programmed in their behavior to be like humans. Hello, has anybody seen the T-800 or the T-900 in, in Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> I know. We should rent that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we need. We need the T-800 or T-900 just to have a little bit of irrationality. Are you Sarah Connor? Mm-hmm. No? I kill you anyway because mm-hmm. I'm irrational. I, I'd be back. Otherwise, it says, how can we share true empathy with them? Oh, for the love of pizza. It, it, even if humans start to marry them, how can we really empathize? empathize with a robot unless it's a little irrational like us. It, it has a little craziness. Um, anyway. But to then, even compare yourself with a machine is retarded. Yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's emotional retardation. It's definitely spiritual death. Oh, yeah. Definitely spiritual death. Uh, he's concerned about not having grandchildren because he knows that uh, if his daughter does fall in love with a robot, that he wouldn't have uh, kids. And he does say that he's age 46 and he would like to be a grandparent someday, but it it may not happen, Mm -hmm. right? And he thinks that those feelings and thoughts worry him because he might be closed-minded and even a bigot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want my daughter to marry a robot because she may not have a human. Uh, This is a real article, folks. That's that's why I'm reading it. It's it's concerning. Very much. Underline that. Capital yeah. letters. Yeah. He talks about several movies are out there, you know, like the X, uh, X, X Machina, X Machina, mm, yeah. whatever that is. That one. Um, there was another one. Her. Remember that? Oh, her. Yeah. That was, ugh, I forgot movie. who played that. Um, that was, was it Phoenix. Joaquin? Yeah. Joaquin. Phoenix. Yeah. Her. It's, it's strange. Disgusting. I hate that movie. Uh, and then, you know, the phenomena first described by Japanese robotics professor Mashiro Mori, who said that. That robots that act like humans uh, produce this emotional discomfort called mm-hmm. Uncanny Valley. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong. Just crazy. But he goes on and he says, you know, how am I going to handle this if my daughter really wants to marry her ro- robot? I want to support her and all that stuff. And so he's trying to go through all this stuff. 
and uh, that he would accept it. At the end, he says, if she chooses as an adult to marry anyone or anything, so long as she has rationally and deeply thought all of it through. Really? You're not raising her that way. Mm-mm. Then he says, I want to support her choices, even in the future, if her spouse is not of human form. See, that irritates me. When yeah. I read this article and I and it ended like that, it's like, you just wanted to slap this guy upside the head. Yeah. So he, she starts building altars oh, to Baal and worshiping Lucifer, you know, and reading, um, you know, Aleister Crowley, right? Mm-hmm. Start doing everything upside down backwards. And she goes, I want to marry the devil. Well, he's got to accept that as long as she's rationally yeah, he thought about. He doesn't want to be closed-minded. No, he wants to be cool and hip. He's 46 years old oh, with a name like Zulfan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's disturbing because it's not like, oh, this is where we're heading. Hey, we're, we're, this is where we're at. And that's yeah. why I say things like, it's, there's no way this society could sustain. sustain itself. No. Mm-hmm. You know, it's due for a fall. It is falling. There's a tipping point. Yep. Uh, we won't be here. No. Uh, one way or another, mm-hmm. we won't be here. This one is a feel-good story. So this is your only feel-good story for the month because I can never find these. <laughs> they don't exist. So when I saw this one, I went, yes. holy cow. And I called Miss oh. Powell over. I go, look at this one. This is actually a very good story. Amen. Uh, rescue c- crews follow giggles to find missing toddler in Canada. And I could just picture this uh, mm-hmm. happening. A, a little two-year-old boy, cute as a bug, too. Oh, I My know. goodness, it's he's got darling. this blonde hair. He looks like a little baby Trump. <laughs> he looks like a little Trump doll. He's Bless so cute. Oh, my gosh. A two-and-a-half-year-old uh, boy was sunburned and scratched, but otherwise doing fine, fine after his giggles attracted the attention of Canadian authorities who would search for him all night. Mm. His name is Cortland Barrington Moss of Ooh, Edmonton, Alberta. And he went missing Monday night after a family gathering. Um, and check this out. He went missing and they couldn't find him for like 12 a, hours. Yes. Can you imagine the anxiety those parents had? Yes. Oh, and Lord. They said in all close to 400 people were involved in Looking searching for, for this kid. They had a police dog. Mounted police, search plane. They went all over the place. They got everyone they could possibly think of to help. Mm. And then around 9 a.m. Tuesday, 12 hours after he went missing. So he was gone all night. Bless the Lord. And apparently the next day, that day, Tuesday was supposed to be 90 degrees. Um, and I guess over there, that's really, really hot. You know, over here, it's mole weather. But over there, you know, it's probably really, really hot. Um, and it was supposed to be 90. So they were concerned about it. And uh, so after about 9 a.m., about 12 hours after he was missing, uh, two volunteers heard a giggle. <laughs> giggling. The kid wasn't crying. Thank he God. wasn't. He was giggling. And um, what happened is that this little kid could see the rescuers and he was giggling at them because he was looking at all the horses. Mm-hmm. And then when the searchers got to him, the hole that he was standing in was literally as deep as he was tall. So he fell into this hole. He was in a pit. They could only see his little head. Bless him. Jesus. Oh. And he was examined. He's okay. He had some mosquito bites, some scratches, a little sunburn. He was okay. And uh, his mother says he was honestly just exhausted. He wasn't, not, he wasn't really sure what had happened. See, ain't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. 
And I said, the search crews knew they had a hurry because the temperature was going to get 90 degrees on Tuesday. And so they were on a timeline. Um, he was found a mile away from where he left. Yeah. A mile. The security cameras show him leaving the yard. And he was really going. Yeah, those little kids, they can walk fast. Yeah. He was before hauling. you know it, they're gone. <laughs> wow. So anyway. They, they, he w- they do travel a lot of territory. <laughs> yeah, this, this, one, this one is special, man. He's got <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really beautiful story. I'm so thankful yeah. that uh, he's all right, you know. Yeah, and I love the fact that he, w- he was giggling. That yeah. he, he wasn't crying or scared um, in distress. He was like, there's horses. He, he, he. And he's yeah. laughing. I just think that is just really that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, I love it. Okay, we're going to take a break and then on with our three last stories about very, very stupid people. And stupid, I don't mean just like, well, they're stupid. I mean, like, they're like lack any kind of wisdom, uh, common sense. It's because they've all sold out to Lucifer. Yeah. Lucifer produces stupid things. They have no wisdom of God, nothing. Because everything they're doing is of Lucifer, which results in their stupidity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so three stories about very stupid people resulting from their stupidity of rejecting anything that's true and good. Um, and we'll be right back. Recently, spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably. This is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult. Most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem. We wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks. First, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or ebook. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield. I just remembered this. Month of July, we have a free book giveaway. Ebooks. Oh, that's right. We still are. Five ebooks. Uh, let's see. Let me grab my notes. What are they? I should have this memorized. Fate of Holiness by Pamela Telgenhoff. Mm-hmm. We wrote the foreword to that. Good book. Uh, Christianity of Blasphemy. Got to read it. Idolicide, the Killing of Idols. Martial Arts, a Biblical Perspective, and the Wisdom of Death, Six Paths to Understanding Loss and Grief. Mm-hmm. These are all free. I know nothing in life is free, but this really is free. Uh, go to fifthhookmedia.com, fifthhookmedia.com. Right there on the front page, splash page, I have a link to Smashwords to our publishing site. Go there, put the five books in your cart, and when you check out, it'll be free, absolutely free. We don't uh, we don't get your email. We don't track you. We don't going to send you stuff. Um, it's just free. Mm-hmm. Only for this month only. It'll end July 31st promptly. And uh, so get it before it runs out. Stash them. And to remind you of our other books, Demons in My Marriage Bed, and of course, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies are available on Amazon.com, both as ebook and paperback. But that's a regular price. Mm-hmm. So there. That's quit, right. Quit crying. 
Okay, stupid person number one, Miss Cabal. Yes, this woman gets into a fight and she drops her baby on the pavement and this little three-month-old baby dies. Wow. Yep. Three-month-old baby sustained a fatal head injury during a fight between the baby's mother and mm-hmm. another woman mm-hmm. in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Really? I, I just wonder, is that how, how was that worth? See what I mean? When I say the stupidity is related to the Luciferian conduct, yep. people that are that that are in the truth of God wouldn't be in this position. No, because we walk in peace. Yes. But not this clown. Mm-mm. With a baby in her arms. She was 26 years old. She dropped her three-month-old during the physical alteration. You're fighting with a little baby in your arms? Yeah. The infant was taken to a hospital, and it later died. Oh, God. Um, yeah. She, she initially told authorities she lied and said that the kid sustained head injuries when it was dropped by a family friend who also lied and said, yeah, I did it. I did it. And then when the uh, police investigated and they looked at the uh, the video and they said, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're all liars, like your father, big liar. Mm-hmm. And they charged Harrison with felony murder. That's cool. First degree, first degree cruelty to children, yep. second degree cruelty to children, simple battery and a fray, whatever that is. And then her friend who tried to uh, lie for her was also charged for her involvement with false statements and mm-hmm. writings Good. and obstruction of an officer. The other woman who participated in the fight, that what she was fighting had not been charged. And I know a lot of people are upset about that, but you need more details. We don't know if she was fighting back, trying to back off, get away, who knows. But she wasn't charged with anything having to do with that kid. It was a stupid mother who was fighting and dropped that kid. Oh, by the way, the word affray means a criminal offense generally defined as the fighting of two or more persons in a public place. Wow. That disturbs others. Unafraid. Let's not get into a fray, folks. Let's not get into a fray. <laughs> All right? No fray, please. Okay, honey, darling. Honey, darling. No fray, honey, darling. Okay, stupid number two. Stupid number two. Oh, dear Lord. There's this dude driving a big rig, right? That's a big truck, right? 18-wheelers. <laughs> Here's what you don't want to do when you're driving a big rig. You don't want to be masturbating. Uh, I don't even think you want to be doing that, period, but especially in a moving vehicle. Exactly. Whether it's a big rig or a a smart car. Yeah. You want to keep your wanky in the worker. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Uh, right, man? The stupidity is related to what? Lust. It's related to works of the flesh, right? Perversion, yes. Works of the flesh. People who follow the truth of God aren't doing this. That's what I'm saying. These are stupid people. They're spiritually dumb. Yeah. They're mentally dumb. They're, 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 they're retarded. And I don't mean, I'm just not being mean. They, they, their growth is retarded. They, it's not, they don't reach the potential that a human should be. Mm-mm. They're idiots. You're surrounded by idiots. This man watched porn moments before a fatal crash. He killed people. Dear God. Just like the lady killed her baby doing stupid, this man killed people doing stupid. Semi-truck driver, this guy was watching porn on his phone moments before he rear-ended a pickup truck and a trailer. 
He caused a trailer to break off and fatally strike a nearby construction worker. Oh, Lord. So here's a guy who goes to work that morning, kisses his wife, you know, goodbye. Mm -hmm. She goes, here, honey, here's your lunch. And he goes, oh, bologna. I love it. He's there. He get he, The horn honks. He gets in the car with his buddy. They drive to the construction site. He's halfway through the day. He's going to go home, relax. But nay, nay. He gets hit in the head with a trailer because some dude has got to masturbate while he's driving. No words. No words. No words for this. Yeah. So St. Paul, Minnesota, driving a truck in a construction zone to boot, and he rear-ended a pickup truck and a trailer. Like I said, the trailer got loose. It's It struck a, a, a parked car. The trailer then separated from the pickup. It struck a member of the engineering crew on scene. Mm -hmm. The victim was found underneath the wreckage of the trailer, had sustained serious injuries to his head and torso. He died. Upon investigations, officials learned that, uh, oh, the, the truck driver's name, guess what his last name is? Mm. Doom. Oh, my. D-O-O-M. I don't make this up. Yeah, I was going to say. Mr. Doom wow. was driving at 72 miles per hour in a construction zone. That's because he wasn't paying attention. He was doing other stuff. Mm -hmm. The pickup was traveling 50 miles an hour. The speed limit is 70. During the interview with police, Mr. Doom said he was driving 50 and that he wasn't on his phone at the time. However, nay, nay, the police later learned that he had downloaded 14 videos from the website Pornhub.com. Mm -mm. About 30 minutes before the crash, by reviewing traffic cameras, they determined that the crash happened at 2.09. Videos uh, began playing on Doom's phone at 2.07. Yeah, okay. He's charged with one count of criminal uh, homicide and criminal vehicular operation by causing bodily harm. Um, no bueno for this this uh, very perverted man. Mm. Stupid story number three. Ugh. This was sent to me uh, by my good friend Juan. Juan in a million. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> Juan Montero, Juan in a million. Uh, <laughs> Juan sent me this. It's it's pretty funny. The picture of this guy looks like Obama. I'm sorry. He has Obama ears and he looks like a, a, a an Obama kind of a guy to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's me. But this guy's in Texas. And it says that... Well, let me just read that. I'm not going to read the headline. I'm just going to let you be surprised. Oh, my. That's, that's stupid here because, well, if you're following biblical truth, you're just not going to do such things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you got to see what I mean here. A right. Texas man faces theft and harassment charges after police report. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Uh, that he hurled yeah. a handful. This is in quotes. A handful of feces. That's just fuchi. Oh, nasty. <laughs> Oh, come on. Fuchi. That's what, you know what? When, when Juan sent this to me, he says, this is for Fuji Friday. He did. He goes, he goes this is Fuji Friday. So he knew, he knew what Fuchi. buttons to push. He knew you were going to say Fuji. Oh, that's hilarious. That's uh, he hurled a handful of poo-poo oh, of man. caca, of pure caca at, at officers. Oh, Lord. 
who had arrested him for stealing from a convenience store. So he was already stealing. Now, I have a couple of questions I here. I know. <laughs> and I think you do, too. Did he had already cockered his pants or did he cocka his pants on command? Well, because that... <laughs> I know, because uh, those uh, cigarette packs would be pretty nasty. Yeah. See, it makes a difference to me. Was he walking around with a load in his shorts already? <laughs> oh, no. I don't need to see that. Saying to himself, at, at some point, at some point... Dear God. At some point, I got to change my chonies Mm-mm. because I just pooped my pants. Or did he, upon... Yeah. Coming upon the police, like like a superhero that he is, Kaka man, say Kaka! And he kaka and he <laughs> threw Kaka like lightning. I, I'm That's ho- pretty good control, though. Yeah, I'm hoping for the latter, yeah. but I'm thinking they. Yeah, I'm thinking he already had it in his stinky. pants. Um, so anyway, his name is Baltazar Mendoza Sarate. <laughs> 52 years old. Can you imagine going through 52 years in life here and being this? Oh, dear God. Challenged? Just brain dead after 52 years? Mm -mm. My goodness. Yeah, that's sad. He took 20 packs of cigarettes. Oh, 20 packs and... Two 20 packs. Jeez, two 20 packs and two eight packs of beer. Huh. Wow. He yelled profanities at the officers. He refused to comply, and physical force was used. That's when he reached into his shorts. Oh, he pulled out a handful of caquita, and he threw it at him. And they hit. He hit him. He his aim was good. His aim was true. He hit him. So they charged him with theft, resisting arrest, harassing a public servant. I would have went a harder charge than harassing a public servant. Well, yeah. I mean, this stuff is laden with filth and disease. Yeah. Yeah. At least a caustic chemical or something. You throw the book at him, let the judge deal with it, man. That guy wasn't getting out. He would have been getting out via the Memorial Hospital. Tend to do harm. Oh, man. Yeah. His bond was 115 grand. You know, here's what's bad. This site right after his picture, did you notice this? Has a picture of uh, yeah. Alexandria <laughs> Ocasio-Cortez saying, you know, vote for her. Do you like her? Yes, no, not sure. Look at that crazy photo. But oh, my gosh. She's got crazy eyes. That's a dude. That is a man. Still crazy eyes. Crazy eye man dressed like an ugly woman. Yeah. Just totally demonized. Um uh, the episode came just hours after. Oh, then it talks this all this uh, political stuff about you know the border and all that stuff. I don't. I'm not gonna read that. Um, but here, here's here's the. I don't know. Did you read down the story about these other ones that threw caca in the past? Mm-mm. Oh, it gets interesting. It says Zerati was not the first criminal to um, resort to crappy behavior. Oh. <laughs> I guess in Miami Dade. There was a circuit court judge named Lisa Walsh, and she was forced to briefly delay the burglary trial of a uh, a man named Dorleans Philidor. And this was this year in June. I see that. When the 33-year-old, there's your number, allegedly cast feces at the judge during the proceedings. Now, this is a man who says, I don't want... I don't want to be 
let loose at all. But it gets worse. Oh, yeah. He calls. He says, well, it didn't touch the, the, the judge. But he said that uh, it was protein and it would be good for her. Did you, oh, did you read the next so, thing? Oh, that's Fuji. Fuji, Fuji. Oh, He yeah. took a bite for himself. Oh, dear God. Lee Cerati didn't eat his own poop. He threw That's like it. a hedgehog. <laughs> it is like a hedgehog. They're little filthy animals. Oh, disgusting. That way he can't be tracked by the police dogs. Even oh, the police dogs couldn't track this guy. Oh, it's protein. It's good for you. And he took a bite for himself. Mm. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, so here's um, a guy who lacks wisdom and discernment. And good taste. Hello. <laughs> and good taste. Nasty. Oh, Nasty. Uh, so anyway, they evacuated the courtroom, and the judge scrambled to safety. But she continued on uh, with the trial in another courtroom after that one's being disaffected. Uh, and here's the deal. A jury ultimately found him not guilty. <laughs> oh, wow. People, justice. After you saw him do that, yeah. you're going to go ahead and give him a pass on everything. What Okay, that, that's, that's even worse than what he did. It's because there's 12 stupid people not smart enough to get out of jury duty. I'm sorry. Anyway, the oh. day prior, Walsh was forced to delay closing arguments because the dude smeared himself oh, and his holding cell with, with the poop. And, and they still found him not guilty of whatever. Anyway, he remained incarcerated after the burglary trial to face a separate grand theft auto case. I'm sure they, he probably got loose on that one, too. Oh, yeah, why not? So both this dude and Zerati faced enhanced criminal penalties because of multiple prior convictions, according to the news uh, report. Um, yeah, I just don't think that's acceptable. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, I have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Wow. You know, I, I just think it's rude that he took a bite of it himself oh, and didn't offer it. But I would like to know why these people... You know, what, what their reasoning was to let this guy go. I know. After this kind of behavior. You want this guy living out in your uh, yeah. cities? Yeah. Well, we determined he, he didn't do the crime, whatever you're accusing him of. He's not that crazy. And, and well, Though in two days in a row, he smeared feces everywhere and he threw it at the judge. He's eating it. Um, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's, <laughs> oh. You know, he needs to be rehabilitated. Good guy. Disgusting. Oh, my God. And then down, down at the bottom of the article, it says he uh, he's now a, um, a, 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 a U.S. congressman dressed <laughs> like a woman. Um, he's running for president um, in uh, 20, uh, 2020. Well, we know who's going to vote for him. The caca uh, eaters. <laughs> El caquitas. Maybe the judge, too. Yeah. I think. Maybe that's why she wasn't so, I mean, she was like, you know, I can understand that. Uh, I don't know. Disgusting. I don't get uh, it. It definitely is a Fuji story. It's so, a Fuji. Thank ah. you, John. So many ways. Thank you, John. For mm. the monkey throwing. Ah, monkeys do that. You know, but they're monkeys. They're monkeys. You know, they're not. They're also not wearing um, chonies or diapers. So it's just free flowing for a monkey. <laughs> it's a little different for a human. I'm just, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. All right. I'm throwing Say it out goodbye. There. <laughs> you know, I don't have a problem with the monkey. You know. But anyway, ciao, all right. Ciao, ciao, I better ciao. stop. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Is that what he said? Yes. Okay. All right. Good night. Good night.
something he did.